Hey everyone and welcome to the Just Chatting podcast, a podcast discussing all things fitness, well-being and mindset, hosted by yours truly, Jessica Banhan. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Jess Chatting Podcast. We are back with another solo episode about a topic I could talk for hours on, but I'm going to keep this relatively short and sweet because as I said, I could talk about this forever, but I'm going to be, you know, try make this as short, concise, but also equally as valuable as well. So fun fact, a little bit of, I suppose, a backstory about this particular episode. I've recorded this twice already. So I think I recorded twice back in March. And both times when I listened back to the recording, I kept saying to myself, I'm not happy with how I delivered it. So here I am getting a third time lucky about four months later, but here we are. So hopefully this episode will provide you with a lot of value. Um, You know, in terms of obviously, as you can see from the title of this episode, we're going to talk about building muscle. Um, So this is a topic I said I could talk about for ages, but let's just dive straight in. So the first thing that I would say is like, if you are serious about building muscle tissue, this was in terms of obviously one of the biggest key factors to consider is your nutrition so you know there's various different stages of body composition that you can enter in you can enter in a deficit which is mainly to use body fat you could be at a maintenance level or you could be in a surplus as well so just to kind of give you a bit of context to if you've never heard those terminologies before a calorie deficit is basically eating less than what is required um for your body to maintain its current weight therefore it would result in fat loss maintenance um calories would be as it, it it does what it says in the tin um it is what required to maintain your current weight so to again to maintain your current level of energy and stuff like that and then a surplus is eating a little bit more than your maintenance calories to again give you further energy but also to aid the process of muscle growth as well so that's tip number one is i think if you are serious about de- developing muscle tissue i would eat perhaps either at maintenance or at a slight calorie surplus. Now, with a slight calorie surplus, like, you know, that could be, you know, 100, 150, up to God knows what number, um, number of calories, and potentially then gradually increasing over time, depending on the level of progress you're making and metabolism as well. That will all come into effect as well. So when my clients come to me, I normally kind of start off, start my my client um clients off with their maintenance calories just to see how their body reacts because like you can make insane progress in your maintenance calories even if you are building muscle tissue or even fat loss because again if you have weren't tracking let's say prior to starting with me again for example if you were to work with me we don't know what you know we want to obviously just try and see how much calories you were currently consuming at that particular time so i would normally kind of start off at a maintenance level see how you go with that for a few weeks and then potentially gradually increase it depending as said on your progress as well but you know you're in order for your muscles to grow they need food so i suppose a common question we kind of get um i would get asked is you know can you build muscle while deficit and it's a kind of a complicated answer because it's kind of a yes and no answer it very much depends on your level of training and how long you might have been training for. So for example, a kind of term that kind of be can be used is like newbie gains, where like, you know, if you are very fresh into resistance training, you may have the potential to build muscle while in a deficit. However, it can be tougher. So again, if you are serious about 
building muscle, I definitely recommend either staying in a maintenance or doing a slight calorie surplus. Well, give your muscles that extra food um, in order for them to grow. And yes, so that, that's, that's, I think, is probably one of the most important factors, I think, as well. And that's something that I've learned a lot over like my nine month off season. Um, so just kind of give a bit of context when I'm recording this episode, I am currently nine weeks out from my first show of the year. So I'm competing in early autumn this year. And I just, I did a calorie surplus or improvement bulk. Oh God, what is it? Gaining phase, whatever you want to call it. Um, I call it my off season, which is what it was because I'm off show season. So I did that from August of last year to April um of this year so I was about nine months I think um of growing and you know I pushed calories way above than what I ever had before and I could honestly say it was the best nine months ever my sleep was amazing my training was phenomenal I knew I was building muscle tissue I really realized my true potential when I was training because obviously I had more food in me so my training was better and it made me just feel so much stronger so you know if you want your strength and your training to be absolutely optimal you need to be eating to do so as well now what I want to highlight as well is that like you know being in a gaining phase can sometimes feel uncomfortable even though you're eating in a calorie surplus and the idea and the ideal scenario is that you want to build muscle you may put on body fat I'm not going to deny it and say oh no it's just going to be muscle tissue no like you're probably going to put on body fat and if you've seen photos on my Instagram you will see that I did put on body fat over the nine months of my off season but it was so much more worth it because now as I'm in my dieting phase for my shows I can now see that I actually have muscle tissue developed which is truly truly phenomenal as well so yes food is fuel and is absolutely key the second tip I would recommend if you are looking to build muscle is sleep and prioritize it rest and recovery is absolute key for muscle growth so you want to ensure that you're giving your body enough rest to let your muscles grow and recover from intense training so again like if your training is super super intensely you need to allow your body to rest there's no point training seven days a week and expecting your muscles to grow because they're not giving the time to grow so just kind of I suppose explain the whole like what actually you know like hypertrophy is is the fancy terminology for muscle growth so when you are training this is when you're essentially breaking the muscle fibers in your body it is when you're challenging them but your muscles grow at rest. They don't grow in the gym. They're challenged in the gym, but they build and re repair themselves when they're at rest. So that could be literally just relaxing. It could be in through sleep as well, but it's just when you're basically, you're not in the gym. So if you are not prioritizing rest as a part of your muscle gaining phase, this is something that I would look at as well. Um, now, again, there's no right or wrong in terms of how of how many rest days you take I suppose like you know again maybe like two to four sessions or two to four days a week again very much depending on the quality of your sessions like you know if you're training four to five times a week look you've you know three two to three days there of rest days so and again on a rest day you can still you know keep up your knees by you know obviously walking and stuff like that but really you know you want to be able to have good quality sessions versus like you know poor sessions seven days a week and not having a ton to rest as well so yeah sleep is something that I truly understood the value of as well because again like there was no point in me having such muscle soreness on Monday and then feeling sore again the next day and be like oh well I can't train now you're you know I'm going to keep pushing forward it's like no you need to allow, allow your body to rest as well so um 
get a hard lesson I learned as well because if you again have been following me a while you will know that I've talked about overtraining a lot because that's how I started my fitness journey I started with overtraining I was training um so this is back in like early 2019 or sorry late 2019 it was like between like August to November 2019 when I really got addicted to training but not from a physique point of view I just loved the adrenaline rush I loved the endorphins and I was sometimes training twice a day. I was training about six times a week. Um, but I was not eating enough to recover. So, um, and I wasn't prioritizing sleep and I didn't really realize the value of it. Whereas now I've learned the hard lessons and know that like sleep has to become priority. Tip number three is progressive overload. So again, kind of linking on to the topic of hypertrophy. So, you know, basically progressive overload, just kind of explain exactly what it is. It is when you gradually increase your weight frequency or number of repetitions in your, you know, resistance uh, training program as well. So basically, the whole idea of progressive overload is that it challenges, challenges your body and allows the musculoskeletal system to get stronger. So by challenging overload, this will allow greater chances of building muscle tissue. So as I said, like people just kind of think progressive overload is just by increasing the weight, but it actually is can be done through various different ways. So yeah, so as I said, one of the ways to progressively overload is to increase the resistance, i.e. the weight that you're using. You know, you should be able to ideally do, I suppose, like, it very much depends on if, if you've rep ranges and stuff in your program. So again, it very much depending on the training program itself. So, you know, you want to be able to, like, I suppose, I suppose the idea of when, like, I suppose like, the common question is, you know, when should you increase the weight? Like, if you're able to do the reps pretty easy, let's say if you're able to do a certain weight at like 10 to 12 reps you know then it's kind of like okay if you're starting to find it a little bit easier that's when you increase the weight so it's not about increasing the weight in every single session it's more just when it starts getting a little bit easier because your body's used to it that's when you challenge it that's when you progressively overload with your weight as well because like in saying that right i'm going to take the pure example of a lateral raise your lateral raise movement is a isolation movement to target your medial delt, which is based just the middle of your shoulder. And I've been on the exact same weight for like, let's say for like a dumbbell um, lateral raise. I've been doing the exact same weight for the last two years because an isolation movement like lateral raise is targeting such a small muscle. So it's very, very hard to progressively overload with it. It can over time, but I, I suppose like again, because due to my training program, I have a high rep range with that exercise. So it's only so, so far I can push with as well. So again, it very much depends on the program that you have and the rep range that you have um because you, again you might have two sets of rep ranges to work with as well so um but yeah as i said when it gets a little bit easier that's when you um increase it as well um so one thing that i do with my own clients as well is that i have a tempo in place so basically what a tempo is is essentially controlling the speed of the movement if you are rushing through your movements you are not engaging muscle you are wasting time in my eyes you want to be able to control the speed of the movement because again you want to be able to work that muscle have muscle contraction and train with intent so a, a tempo could look like anything being like obviously controlling the speed of the movement so that's that's controlling the down and the up part of the movement as well so the eccentric which is usually the kind of the moving down of the exercise and the concentric is actually controlling the upward part of it so for example in a squat you essentially want to control as much as you can the eccentric movement. So again, in the squat, you are focusing on the weight going down. 
And then the concentric um, side of the tempo is the going up. So again, when you're returning back up into your starting position as well. So adding a tempo in because you're controlling the speed of the movement, it does allow for greater tension on the muscle and therefore is, as I said, the one of the other ways to progressively overload. And yet the other way, as I kind of talked about in terms of increasing the weight is kind of actually increasing the reps as well. So for example, you might use, I don't know, let's take again the lateral raises, for example, you might be using, you know, 4 kg uh, dumbbells for eight reps in one session, but your next session might be 10 reps. You know, if you're still increasing by reps, that is still progressive overload because you're getting an extra rep in as well. So again, if you have a rep range to work with, let's say, for example, if you have a set of eight to 10 reps for a lateral raise movement, again, just take any movement, but again, a rep range of eight to 10 reps. If you get eight reps this week and nine the next that's even though it's one rep is still progressively overloading as well. So again, you need to push yourself in your sessions as much as you can. If you are doing the same weight, like except the lateral raises, if you're using the same weight constantly and you feel like you're not training hard enough, it is probably because you're not progressively overloading. So you need to challenge your muscles because your muscles will get used to the same exercises. So again, progressive overload is tip number three. Um, Linking back to the whole calorie surplus side of things, point number four is protein. Protein is essential for building muscle tissue. It is literally one of its main, like, key benefits um, as a macronutrient. Carbs and fats, look, as I always say to people, you know, people hail protein as the hero macronutrient and everyone needs to eat it. But the reason why people talk about protein a lot is because a lot of people don't have it in their diet. We, we as a, I think, society, because we're always tired like if you find yourself like listening right now and you're like, oh my God, I'm always tired. And that's why I'm always craving carbs. That's literally because it is because you're not, you know, we're always tired. We're not like, we're always relying on caffeine and carbs to give us energy as well. So again, like, you know, prioritize your sleep as much as you can. But protein is hailed a lot on social media just simply because of number one because it aids muscle tissue development but second of all it keeps you fuller for longer so it's a very satiating macronutrient but actually just to again because we're not talking about fat loss here we're talking about building muscle while in the calorie surplus phase i do recommend keeping a focus on ensuring that you're hitting your protein targets or whatever that might be um again just a recommendation again this only recommendation there's no right or wrong as i say when it comes to a macronutrient um i suppose target but ideally, I'd recommend for maybe like one to two uh, grams of protein per kg of body weight. But that's just, again, a rough guideline as well. Like, like again, like even for me, like I'm just trying to think I'm probably having definitely close to two grams per kg of body weight as well. Because again, I want to keep fuller for longer. I want to be ensuring that I retain the current muscle I have while in this dieting phase as well. Um, and again, that's why probably why, like, especially if you do um, an improvement season, Again, when I say improvement, I say, I mean, gaining, bulking, off season, whatever you want to call it. You know, when you're in a dieting phase, then you do still want to ensure, even though in a deficit, I may not be growing muscle tissue right now. I still want to maintain it. So in order for me to maintain my muscle tissue, I do need to make sure I'm hitting protein um, in all areas and make sure I'm hitting my targets as well. The final tip that I want to give, and it's probably the unsexy um unsexy tip of all and it's probably the one that nobody wants to hear but you need to have patience when building muscle tissue it i suppose if you were to compare now again there's no ideal speed when it comes to a you know fat loss or muscle tissue development phase but 
building muscle tissue is a longer process than build than actually uh losing body fat so i'm not saying that we can lose body fat quicker but it, it it's quicker in comparison to building muscle muscle tissue takes time if you were looking to build muscle tissue in eight to 12 weeks it is highly unlikely that you will build a substantial amount of muscle muscle tissue takes like months if not years and right now i'm already kind of thinking like when i finish my shows later on uh, this year i'm already thinking about going into like another year of an off season because now again i, I don't know if that's gonna be set in stone i need to talk to my coach my old coach about that to be like how long do we need to go on an off season for but i know i don't have enough as much muscle tissue as i ideally would like to have competing in these shows however this is my first like time i'm doing and the same amount of shows later on this year but you know it's it's good to kind of know that like you know it's not just like it, it's i suppose like with muscle tissue development there's no it's it's nice to not have an end goal with it because it's very hard to know like how long you know you should be in a building phase four and how long you should you know w- when to actually stop as well like th- like building muscle as a, building muscle tissue as i said it takes time but it can be so it's it's just such a rewarding thing like i cannot stress enough how how amazing and fun it is because you're able to enjoy your food a little bit more your your training is amazing i said sleep was um can be absolutely amazing stress is pretty minimal because like you're not worried about like you know eating in a fat loss phase and being hungry at the time it's like being hungry at the time you can actually eat so like with yeah building muscle as like go, like go into the process being open to the fact that it may take some time but don't rush it like what's the point of rushing it because i said like i said if you're doing for eight 12 weeks there's only so much tissue that you could develop in that time whereas if you give it the time give it like six months give it maybe 10 months and it possibly like look as 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 i will do for some clients if a client's coming to me and they want to do like a year of an improvement phase i'll probably give them diet breaks because their body will need that time to break in between you know eating in a surplus all the time we might even do you know diet breaks or we might go into mini deficits or whatever every client is completely different but at the end of the day like you don't need to be eating in the calorie surplus like us was all that all that time um but i do think like you need to take the time enjoy the process of it as well and it's all about obviously staying consistent you know i suppose that's kind of a bonus tip as well um while also being a part of the whole patient side of things is actually just staying consistent as much as possible um you know again trying to keep consistent with your training your water intake sleep nutrition you know it's all those components as well but i i just i can't stress enough how amazing it is to build muscle i suppose like again just i don't want to talk about it that much because i know it's it's a common thing that i suppose we're still seeing on social media this whole quote-unquote bulky side of things as well for any of you females that are out there listening to me right now when you're like oh i want to start lifting weights but i'm scared of getting bulky stop comparing yourself to a bodybuilder like i'm a bodybuilder and i'm by no means well i don't think i am in any way bulky if you think you're going to get bulky from lifting weights, it is completely not going to happen. It's like saying, I'm going to pick up a paintbrush and I'm automatically going to become Picasso. It doesn't bloody happen that way. These things take time. And most likely, the people that you're looking at or comparing yourself in terms of bulkiness are most likely taking enhancements. So it's always important to bear that in mind as well. But as I said, building muscle takes time. So again, if you were to do, build muscle for like eight weeks, it's most likely not going to like automatically turn you into a bulky person. So yeah, that is like my other piece of advice as well, is that it does take time. So I wouldn't be worried too much about the bulky side of things as well. Because building muscle has extreme benefits for our health 
like long term if you're serious about your longevity um of life and your health as well muscle tissue can have a massive impact on our metabolism our overall health um and just look sexy af to be totally honest do you know and especially if you're someone who you're like oh i want to get toned and obviously again i could talk about i could talk about this for ages and talk about the fact that toning um as in scientific term doesn't exist but if you were someone who is looking to get toned what you're actually looking to do is build muscle and i know you probably don't want to hear the term build muscle but that's what you're doing that's what you're hoping to achieve you want to build muscle and reduce the appearance of body fat as well so again if you're looking to get someone who's looking to get toned i probably need recommend you do all the exact tips that i just recommended because you want to build muscle as well so yeah short sweet and concise guys because i said i could talk about this for hours but i wanted to kind of keep this episode relatively short and sweet so that i'm getting the point across in terms of building muscle and of course if you are someone who is kind of getting a bit excited about this process and you're like oh my god these tips got me absolutely buzzed i am currently taking on female clients who want to build muscle if you are looking to truly understand the incredibleness it is to do an improvement season or you know go into a gaining phase or whatever you want to call it then let's work together if you were looking to you know as a bill muscle you know realize your potential um in yourself improve your mindset even in regards to nutrition leveling up your training and just becoming the best version of yourself that you deserve to be then i want to work with you so please do get in touch, whether it's uh, clicking the information that's linked in the show notes. Um, so I'll leave a link to my website um, as well, but also my Instagram. So Jess underscore selfish. So that's J-E-S-S underscore S-E-L-F-F-I-T. If you want to DM me there um, as well, because I'm just buzzed, honestly, like I just, and I can't, like I suppose I'm a firm believer in you've got to walk the walk if, I'm, if you're going to do the talk, the talk. And because I've done two photo shoots I've done a uh, bodybuilding show I'm currently competing now myself like I've done the walk the walks so um if anything you're going to gain my support guidance and just yeah just the whole my energy from it as well as I said like I'm truly passionate about helping females understand the power of lifting heavy feeling amazing and just yeah living your best life as well so if that sounds like you then I would love you to get in touch. But guys, I really do hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, if you could leave a review on here on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, it would really, really mean a lot. Also, if you want to DM me, let me know what your thoughts were about this episode. And if you want to tag uh, me on your Instagram stories and share this podcast episode with anyone who might benefit from it, please do as well. All the support and engagement goes a long, long way, um, especially for me as a small um, online coaching business as well. So look, I hope you have a great day and I'll see you all in the next episode.